Welcome to Insights into Success, where with your host Paul Dodds, we hope to educate, inspire and motivate you to achieve your own personal success. We talk to guests from all around the world from a variety of walks of life to hear the realities of their own journey to success. What challenges have they faced, how they cope with failure and what have been the keys or will be the keys to their own success. In our Read to Succeed interviews, we talk books that have inspired our guests and for some, they share their secrets to marketing success. Join us as we give you insights into success. All right, well, welcome back. It's now time for Read to Succeed, and I've managed to um, persuade Ryan McGolan to stay on after our insights into success and share with us, uh, I think, one book that um, has particularly had an influence on him. So, Ryan, take it away. Tell us, tell us about that book. <laughs> Yeah, so one of the, the books that's probably served me the best over the years, and it was a, it was kind of a, a changing moment for me, was a, a book called Relentless by uh, Tim Grover. And uh, it, it's really based around, I suppose you, you can kind of look at it as a mindset thing because it allows you to see things a little differently, you know? Um, look, Tim's belief is that, you know, people fit into, you know, three, three types of brackets, either they're a cooler, a closer, or a cleaner. And uh, each of those, you know, each of those categories brings on certain, you know, pros and cons. Um, you know, look, it's for me, it's it kind of changed the way I viewed things, because it, it, the, the key thing it made me realize myself was that, you know, if you allow somebody or if you allow somebody else's actions to really control your motivation, um, you'll never be in full control of yourself. Uh, whereas if you can get on and do what needs to be done without the need to be motivated by the words or actions of somebody else, you're in full control of, you know, of what you do, you know, um, it's just, uh, you know, look, I, I think a, a couple of the key things that I also took from the book was that um, there's certain things that you need to kind of realize within yourself uh, that, if you don't push yourself to be that specific type of person, it's going to be very difficult for you to push through the really challenging moments in either your life or your business. Um, you know, for example, you know, fitting into one of those categories where Tim refers to people as a, as a cleaner, which is, you know, the kind of higher echelon of, of, I suppose, uh, of getting things done. Um, yeah. You know, being able to push yourself, you know, when everyone else has had enough, um, you kind of get you're able to get yourself into the zone and shut everything else out and control what other people think are uncontrollable. You know, it's about having a deep understanding of actually who you are and you have to, you know, realizing that there's within us, there is a dark side that, you know, refuses to just to, to, to be controlled. You, you are the controller. You're in control of your own everything. Um, you know, it's. And I think the, the, I, I think you know you're kind of in that position when naturally the people surrounding you, uh, when they hit times of emergency or when they hit that emergency button, everyone looks for you. I think you you realize you kind of hit that point when you're the actual go-to person where people feel comfortable that you're going to be able to solve the problem. That's kind of when you know you're hitting that stage of in yourself where you you you're able to remove all the distractions and focus on the results that's needed in front of you. You know, um, you become very strong at making decisions. You're not making suggestions, you know, per se, and you kind of automatically almost know the answer when everyone else is looking around asking, you know, the questions. Um, 
and the realization as well that you don't have to actually love the work you know it's but you do get motivated by the results so that that's kind of what keeps you moving on and um i think one of the key parts in all of that is 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 realizing that you know uh not everyone is going to like you you know not everyone is going to approve of the way you do things, but you get to a point where you don't care because you know what needs to be done and you get on, um, you get on and do it. And, um, you know, I think that naturally allows you to realize that there's so many ways to get the result that you need, you know, um, it teaches you kind of not to recognize failure. You know, you don't have to do it once specific way. It's not a one size fits all solution. There's always multiple ways of doing it. And, um, one of the one of the things that I've learned actually out of it myself personally is that I've always wondered throughout historically throughout times where we've achieved something inside of our own business where, um, you know, you get a win. I rarely ever stop to celebrate those wins. It's almost like hitting a checkbox and it's like done and next. And I've always asked myself, what is it about myself that I've never been actually able to just stop for a moment and appreciate the result? Yeah. But I realized is that when you have this insatiable need to achieve and win and do things and 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 succeed, um, it's actually quite normal not to stop and celebrate your results while everyone else is, you know. So I I I, I took me a while to accept the fact that that's okay. Um, it is important to stop and try 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 to you know. Um, appreciate the small wins because they're the ones that lead to the big wins. But, you know, I, I just sometimes, and most times don't have that in me. I'm just like, okay, what needs to be done next? You know? So those, those are some of the key things that the book taught me. And it really just shaped my view of, of uh, being okay with being the person that, that is able to just make the decisions and not really concern myself about what other people are going to think, because those are the people um, those are the people who are going to be looking for somebody to solve the problems when it gets really tough. Yeah, I mean, it's pr it's a pretty hard thing to do, though. You know, like you get so many distractions, so much outside noise. It's a pretty hard thing to do to discipline yourself to sort of cut out all that noise and just focus on what you need to do, do and have your energy there when your energy potentially is getting pulled in all these different directions. Yeah, and, and that that's the truth. You you really do have to become more aware of the energy that you're giving to certain things and protect your space. Um, yeah. You know, most people, like, you know, look, there's times where people might call me brash or some people might even refer to me as, a, a you know, a very rude individual. But the truth of the matter is it's, it's nothing to do with that. I, I'll always be respectful to somebody. But if I'm in a position where my time and space is very important because I'm trying to achieve something, um, just, don't, just don't come near me. Just let me get on with what I have to do. And protecting your space is, 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 is okay. And, and you, you know, you're entitled to that because those are the things that are going to get the result. You know? um distractions are probably one of the key things that take away energy is like you just said yeah. you could be in the middle of trying to solve something and then you've got this other problem or here or here that needs attention um but it's not priority and that ends up taking away the brain space that you could be putting towards solving this main problem immediately uh, it's a hard question to answer and and just throw throw out a number but to what extent do you think mindset is key to your success in life? I think it's everything. 
And the reason I think it's everything is, you know, if you look historically um, at what we do as human beings or individuals when things get stressful, um, we revert back to the habits that we build. So from a mindset perspective, looking at, you know, the habits that you build on a daily basis, uh, I think will stand tall to you moving you know, forward in times of challenges. For example, something detrimental goes and goes on in work. You've got, you know, you, whether there's a business problem where sales dip or you have a compliance problem where you, you land yourself in hot water and things get really stressful. If you don't have good habits built, you will revert back to the bad habits that you have already. And I think, you know, being strong enough from a mindset perspective to recognize that importance of discipline and, and, and having good habits. I, I think not, not a lot of people can do that, you know, and, and there's more people that should be able to do that because everyone is actually capable of it. It's just whether they're willing to do the work for a short period of time to build that, to build those habits. Right, right. And I used to find that, for example, um, being completely open, I used to be a real, real bad emotional eater. When things get stressful, I'd go to the closet or I'd go to the fridge and I'd eat. You know, um, I broke that habit and, uh, you know, look, I'm in the gym five days, four days a week, uh, you know, in the mornings. And I, 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 bro I broke that habit. It's like when times get stressful, I find that, you know, exercise or, or a walk actually serves me much better than shoving food down my neck because <laughs> yeah, you, just yeah. up, you just end up not feeling great, you know, and then yeah. you're, you're looking at, you know, like, you know, even for example, if things get stressful and you're, you're exercising a lot and you're in the gym and you're doing all the right things, but you still have that emotional attachment to food, all the work that you've done in the gym over the week um, gets negated by the, the food that you're shoving down your neck. So, you know, it's about the discipline and the habits that are being built to make sure that you don't do that when times get stressful. Yeah, no, absolutely. I personally, I find um, exercising is great. It's an opportunity to just tune out of everything else, focus on what you're doing and have form your own little sanctuary there for a little while. You know, we just, it doesn't matter what's happening in the world. It can be yeah. all chaos, but in there, it's just you you doing your training. It, it, no, exactly. And again, you know, it's the simple solutions that create the biggest impact. And if you just yeah. do the simple right things by yourself, um, you'd actually be surprised how easily uh, things get fixed because you're in a much better headspace to do that. And you're not looking, you know, for the, you know, for the negative side of the habits that you've built. Yeah. So tell me, Ryan, with your reading now, no, no critiquing here of that, but how often do you read? So I found say in the last six months, my time has not allowed me to read as much as I should um so it hasn't been it hasn't been as much as it was say a year or two ago you know i i'd, I'd read probably you know uh well not as much as most now but i'd still read a book a month you know what i mean okay that's still now, pretty now, respectful yeah, yeah absolutely like you know i try i try to read you know the you know 20 pages a day really and and, and try to just make my way through a book yeah. because you know what i found in, in in my role is that um because there's different time zones involved I, in, if I don't intentionally make the time, um, I'll always have a reason not to do it. So that's, yeah. that's where I've, I, I, I sit into. Okay. Next question. Just a couple of questions on reading. So the next question is what type of books are your preference? Uh, it's all business books, personal development <laughs> books. That's look, I mean, it, it's very cliched and common. Uh, my yeah. wife is 
always telling me I just need to read books that spark my imagination. And you know what? I used to read books like that, but I yeah. found when I, when I kind of got um, really focused on on developing myself as a person, I, w- I, I became very focused on uh, reading those types of books to pull in, you know, individuals, yeah. other perspectives. So and who knows, maybe, you know, soon enough, I might go back to that other side. But for now, that's yeah. where that's where I'm at. That's where it's at. Yeah. And what, what's your style reading? Like, do you prefer a, a physical book, a Kobo slash Kindle, audio book? What's your preference? I'm, I'm, I'm very much a, just a, you know, a, an actual physical book. Um, my, yeah. my daughter reads, has a Kindle. She reads them and they're actually amazing because it allows you to have a huge resource there at your fingertips. Yeah. But, um, uh, I don't dislike Kindles at all. Um, in fact, I would read one, but I actually prefer to pick up a physical book. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I, I've got both. Like yeah. I, I've, I mainly read books, but yeah. I do have a Kindle as well because they are convenient. And I like yeah. the fact with the Kindle, you if you're not sure of the meaning of a word, you can just tap on and find the definition and help. Uh, yeah. Expand yeah. Your vocabulary. yeah, I didn't think about that, but that is, uh, yeah, that's definitely a good attribute. Yeah. And just very finally, audiobooks. Have you ever listened to them at all? What, what's yeah, your thoughts I on them? Uh, I do when I, when I say if I'm on the cross trainer or something um, and I'm, I'm yeah. sitting, I'm, I'm running on it for 40 minutes or so, I put an audio book on. Um, I, I love listening to them, but I find that um, for me personally, it takes a lot more um, effort to retain the information than it would if I'm actually yeah. physically reading it. Yeah, I was going to ask you that because I think I, I don't really listen to audio books, but that would be my natural inclination is I think I'll probably retain it better through physical reading rather than listening. That And, and that's the way it works for me. You know, again, it, it works different for everyone. But for me, I, I retain information better when I read it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, Ryan. Um, appreciate you staying on for Read to Succeed. Good to see. It looks like a sunny day there in Ireland. Yeah, so yeah. We, we can't yeah. say bad things about Irish weather. So that's good. <laughs> well, today you can. So, yeah, it's all good. All right. Well, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. I know that you're a busy man with what you guys are doing. But, um, yeah, it's it's been a real pleasure. So thank you. Thanks, Paul. I appreciate it. It was a pleasure.